Let's dental. We are discussing about the chronic multiple ulcers of the mouth. In that we have discussed like femphigus and also now we are discussing the topic like subepithelial bullous dermatosis. In this we have discussed like pemphigoids and the other remaining subepithelial bullous dermatosis we will discuss today. They are there are three more diseases which will manifest as chronic multiple ulcers in the mouth, but they are subepithelial in uh, occurrence. What are they means? One is linear IgA disease, and the other is epidermolysis bullosa acquisita, and the other is the chronic bullous dermatosis of the childhood. So these three diseases we will discuss in this episode. Coming to the linear IgA disease. As the name indicates, the involvement of the autoantibodies are mainly of IgA type, not the IgG as seen in the pemphigus and the other pemphigoids. So, IgA involvement is seen in this disease. That is the main difference. And these IgA autoantibodies are directed against the epithelial cells of the lamina lucida or the lamina densa of the basement membrane zone. That is again, it is subepithelial. That is at the basement membrane area, we are seeing the autoimmune reaction. So, mainly this disease is most of the time associated with the drug intake of the patient and other also sometimes systemic diseases like leukemias are also found to be associated with this occurrence of these lesions. So, it manifests in on the skin and the oral mucosa like uh, it is almost resembles the bullous pemphigoid on the skin and in the coming to the oral cavity it is uh, manifests, uh, it manifests as disquamity gingivitis as seen in the other pemphigoids. So, it is mainly the disquamity gingivitis is the common manifestation orally. And coming to the in the pathological examination, we will see the autoimmune reaction at the basement membrane zone and in the immunofluorescence studies that is direct immunofluorescence and also the indirect immunofluorescence will show the involvement of IgA antibodies not the IgG. This is the main difference. So, coming to the management again routine corticosteroids that is topical corticosteroids are most of the time helpful otherwise even it is found to be dapson is effective in these patients. Next is the epidermolysis bullosa acquisita. This is the main, is the only disease where we are seeing the autoimmune reaction towards the dermal side of the salt split skin. This is the main difference but the involved antibodies are again IgG only but in the direct immunofluorescence or the indirect immunofluorescence, you will see that if at all we are doing it on the salt split, salt split skin method, we will see that these antibodies, IgG antibodies are found towards the dermal side of the salt split skin. Whereas in the pemphigoids and pemphigus, we are seeing towards, sorry, in the pemphigoids, we are seeing towards the epithelial side of the salt split skin. So, this is the main difference between the other pemphigoids and the epidermolysis bullosa acquisita. So, this because these autoantibodies are directed against the like uh, type 7 collagen of the anchoring fibrils of the basement membrane, not the towards the epithelial cells. These autoantibodies are towards the anchoring fibrils. So, that is collagen. Collagen is the main target of these antibodies, that is IgG antibodies. So, this is the main difference, that is histopathologically, this is the difference, and it helps in distinguishing it from the pemphigoids. IgG and also towards the dermal side of the salt split skin. And clinically coming to the clinical manifestation, it resembles the bullous or the mucous membrane pemphigoid. And management again, it responds to the corticosteroids topically is enough. And also dapson is found to be effective. Even the colchicine is found to be effective in these patients in treating if at all they are compromised or unable to tolerate the corticosteroids. Next is the CBDC that is chronic bullous dermatosis of childhood. As the name, in, name indicates, it mainly occurs in the children. 
like about the less than 5 years of age and they are self limiting and again one more characteristic feature is histopathological or in the immunofluorescence we will see that mainly the IgA is involved even in the linear IgA disease and also in this childhood disease also we are seeing the IgA antibodies are the, as the main uh, auto antibodies. So, this is self limiting disease and mainly these antibodies are directed against the are present uh, towards the epidermal side only again in this also only in the epidermolysis bulldoza acquisita we are seeing that in the salt split, split skin method these antibodies are present towards the dermal side whereas in all other diseases it is towards the epithelial side only even in the childhood disease also this is towards the epithelial side of the salt split skin. So, this is self limiting and by the age of puberty the occurrence of this, is, this disease is almost nil. So, it occurs below the age of 5 years if it all is occurring also the lesions will heal within about 6 months to 2 years of age. So, this is um, coming to the orally it is also it resembles like disquamidogenivitis but typically there is involvement of the perioral skin also in this particular disease. So, oral ulcers will be just presenting like the disquamidogenivitis only and these patients are also given the topical steroids and all, as it is self limiting only management of the patient's symptoms is more important than giving the systemic steroids. So, these are all different diseases causing the chronic multiple ulcers in the mouth mainly pemphigus, pemphigoids, linear IgA disease, epidermolysis bullosa acquisita and childhood disease. So, these are the main diseases causing chronic multiple ulcers in the mouth. So, in the next episodes, in the coming episodes, we will discuss about the single ulcers, chronic single ulcers in the mouth and we will finish this ulcers, mouth ulcers topic by two, three episodes, coming 2-3 episodes. So, please stay tuned to my podcast and hope you will enjoy my episodes further in the remaining topics of oral medicine also. Thank you.